0: All that stands between light and darkness. For thousands of generations, the gunslingers were knights sworn to protect it. Now I'm the only one left. The tower will fall. Get used to the carnage. Now the war has come to earth. you really think you can stop me, gunslinger? One who walks with you dies. No more. I do not shoot with my hand. I shoot with my mind. I do not kill with my gun. I kill with my heart. Spoilers, Detective. Proceed with caution. Listen at your own risk.
1: You're listening to Entertainment Landfill. Film, television, pop culture. It's where you find it. And welcome to ETL's instant reaction of The Dark Tower. That's right, Stephen King's magnum opus has been brought to movie theaters. (laughs) It's finally been adapted. Bill, our dreams—it's been so long. We've been waiting for this. Our dreams have come true, Bill. We went to the movie theater to see The Dark Tower.
0: And by seeing The Dark Tower, you meant we saw the words The Dark Tower on the big screen.
1: Yes, we did. And I had the funniest thought in my head as I watched this. Can I just tell you what that was? Please. I would love to see in a grocery store, you're checking out, and you see The Dark Tower... Based on Stephen King's popular series, a novelization written by—and it's just like some other author—it's <laughs> <laughs> a novelization based on the movie, not actually the books. Wouldn't that no. be fantastic? That would. Maybe it would actually flesh out the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's maybe, like was, oh! maybe the movie would actually make sense. Oh, Bill, where where can we start with this movie? It's. <laughs> Directed by Nikolai Arcel or something like that. It's yeah. Guy, it's I'm guy, not even going to try. He did, he did the foreign version of uh, uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, I believe. Oh! oh and it's okay. written by a bunch of people, including our favorite screenwriter, Bill. Akiva Goldsman. Yes, Akiva. Was there a Jeff Pinker on there? The Jeff G- Pinker, yeah. The, got the, the fringe influence going there. Yeah. Yeah, we sure do. Okay. Let's start off what we were saying before. Okay.
0: A single child can bring the tower down.
1: Yes. Is is that... uh, You know, I read the first five books, Bill. Is that in in the series anywhere? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me ask you this. Did J Chambers have the shine in the book? No jake chambers did not have the shine okay uh just wondered if i was like oh maybe in the later books i haven't read yet they show that he these powers come to light in within jake chambers that i did not spot am i right Mm -mm. yeah no where oh my god (laughs) this is what's funny the the book we don't even need to talk about the books do we no, we could say what's not in the books, but I think it's so funny is there are little nods to the books, of course. Yeah. Like for instance, there's a 10 legged spider in the one scene, which yes. I was like, oh, there's a nod to the, the book. Uh Looks like they did read it. I guess that proves they read it. Yeah. Uh, I also- mean, I think th- even from the moment, like the movie opens, we get
0: the Tet Corporation logo. Mm-hmm. Yes. With the turtle. We get Sombra. We get Sombra. And, uh...
1: What we, I didn't get was, uh, uh we didn't get, uh, Nozzle. No, I was surprised by that, because we did get, uh, North Central Positronics at one yeah, point. Yeah, we did. How about those portals, Bill? How about those portals? Those Stargates. Those, <laughs> they just, they just... They're just there. Hello, welcome They're... to your portal. Please input... And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'm just watching the movie. Insta- instant thinnies for
0: everyone. Yeah. Good In- thing he kept seeing that 1919.
1: 1919. Okay. The little nods to Stephen King books... It was were... just pissing me off. They-, they were just so, like, just sitting there that it wasn't even, like... Wouldn't it be neat if just there were little things that you could, like, oh my god, I didn't notice that the first time I watched it. But That's Everything exactly is- how
0: an Easter egg is supposed to work. It's not supposed to be an anvil on your head. Look, there's Cujo walking by.
1: Look. Oh my god, what's that say, Pennywise? Yeah, Pennywise. Oh, oh, the camera's sitting on here, the shot for a while, so I make sure, uh, make sure I see it. Oh, okay. You know, and then, hey, look, there's the Christine toy car. (laughs) Oh, is that uh, the Overlook Hotel in that picture? And it was funny. At one point, Stephen said to me, Stephen's not here, by the way. He will, you know, we'll follow up with him later. But uh, he said, did you see what the number above that portal was? And I said, 1408. Yeah, kind of hard to miss. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, how could I not have seen it? Yeah, here's what I think is funny, because in the original book, Roland's story is going on, first of all, and yes. there will be little flashbacks. There's no time for flashbacks in this movie, Stephen. Instead, I mean, this movie, Bill, <laughs> mm-hmm. instead, Jake just dreams about his flashback. Yes, well, it's convenient. He dreams about his dad. De- Let me ask you this. Was his he- did his dad just die last week for Roland or how long ago was that? Yeah, I don't. It, it, it wasn't very long. I mean, I think it was like five minutes. Can I just say I have nothing against Idris Elba in this role. He did. He did his job. He did yeah. what he was supposed to do. And um, I almost think, think of this movie, the, the Dark Tower, some alternate universe version of the Stephen King books. Kind of like they got part of it right through. Picking up in details throughout the universe. And this is the movie they came up with. Yeah. Because that's what it felt like. It's like loosely based on the novel by Stephen King. I swear. I forgot to ask Stephen this when the movie is over. I swear a guy when the movie was over, he goes, that was a load of caca. (laughs) I swear to God. I swear to God. Some guy said that. Okay. First of all, one thing that we've read, Bill. Yes, we read some reviews before we saw the movie, and I try to let the movie come to me. In fact, when I sat down to watch this, and I'm like, "Okay, show me something. Show me where I'm like, okay, I see if they would have like they could have done something here." I honestly think that it's possible that some people who have no knowledge of the books might enjoy this movie. Absolutely, except for the fact that the CGI is terrible yeah it's i mean obvious-
0: every scene is like you can barely see what's going on it is it's so,
1: so dark, dark. and mat- matted like yeah it's, it's not there's no black level in this movie it's just gray am yeah. i right no you're absolutely right and the third act boy does that come up fast doesn't it yes it does There's one scene where I'm like, okay, give me this. And it didn't. It's when Roland and Jake go to a gun store and you see, Mm -hmm. he kind of has a look like, whoa, look at these guns. And that's could be fun. They could play that up, but he goes, I need 45 caliber bullets. I'm like, no, 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 no. Come on guys. Mm -hmm. Just give me the scene from the drawing of the three where he looks at different bullets, trying to find one that'll fit into his gun. Just give us that moment. Yep or he could he could have showed the guy his gun. Give me bullets yeah. for this and he'd be like, "Okay, do these." Okay, that doesn't work. But no, he's just like, "Give me 45 uh caliber bullets." He's like, "Here yep. you go."
0: <laughs> he knows
1: exactly what he needs. Yeah. There's like no
0: fun there. No. There's zero have- fun. And the only fun is whenever like uh Walter is using the um uh which one is it the the black the black uh which really bugged the shit out of me that they shoot. They showed the entire Maryland's rainbow, like oh, just. Oh yeah, like,
1: they had all the little crystal balls, Bill. Yep. What'd you think of that, huh?
0: I mean, it, it is what it is, but it just like he was like he was he was communicating with him through I think the black, uh, the black band something, and then the guy's like, oh, "I'm not shooting." Like, there was, like, one little, like, moment of it, and then the the theater was like, ah, and I was just like, oh, God.
1: Yeah. Okay, let's do this, Bill, since uh, we're kind of all over the place. Yes, we are. The movie begins where we see these kids playing at looks like the Dharma Initiative on Lost.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And we get a, a shot of the spinning carousel.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that like cause, like a will? Mm,
0: that's what I thought it was implying. It will, uh, I mean, the, the the film lacks subtlety.
1: Oh, there is no subtlety in this yeah. film. La- in this director's film language, there's no such thing as subtlety. No. Zero. <laughs> okay, I know there are breakers in the books. Yes. Was it like, what if we make Jake a breaker? Let's give him some psychic powers. But not only that, Bill, he's the most powerful one in existence. Yeah. Oh, how about we have him lose his dad, too? That way him and Roland have something in common. Yeah, that was, you know what? I, I mean, there was so much there. I'm
0: not, I understand they can't do the whole Elmer Chambers asshole uh, father storyline, but that was like that was that was just so lazy to do the oh you know, the hero, the hero firefighter.
1: Yeah, and if, okay, they have the fact that the Man in Black is taking children who have the shine to this base, his secret lair, where he shoots beams into the Dark Tower. Mm hmm. How much of that is accurate in the book, Bill? None of it? <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> just like that. None of it? Ugh.
0: I've I mean it just it it's zero, it makes zero sense.
1: Okay, then we cut to it's Jake having a nightmare, right? Yes. And first of all, I have nothing against this child actor either. I think if they if they would have done a direct adaptation of the first book with this these people, these actors, it would have been it would have been passable if they would have done it just like the book. Do you know what I'm saying? Mhm. I know at some point these people worked long and hard trying to figure out how do we adapt this series? How do we make this work? And the whole idea they came up with that we saw repeatedly, you know, Stephen King tweeted about it, mm-hmm. we saw it uh, s- s- said over and over again, Entertainment Weekly he did a story about it, Roland has the horn of Eld this time, Bill. hmm And that means this is a sequel to the books. Roland is going back through one last time.
0: hmm
1: Okay. Did he show any memory of Jake at all when he met him? No. Was there a scene where he says, oh, this, this is the Horn of Elves? <laughs> <laughs> no. He just has it. You can kind of see it in a bag he's carrying. Yeah. I, did you? I didn't even notice it. Yeah. I didn't he, even notice it once. I kept an eye out for it. He does have it. Okay. But nothing is ever said about it. Nothing is ever spoken. He never treats it as something important the, you see him just pick up his bag whenever he gets up to go somewhere. <laughs> oh, can't forget this. I got my laptop in this bag too, you know? Yeah. So at the end of the last
0: book, he, he finds himself with the horn of eld. And, uh, so things are things, things can change now.
1: Isn't it supposed to be he can learn from his mistakes with it? Yeah, exactly. But this movie, it's all about he craves vengeance. His Mm -hmm. father that we see is Dennis Haysbert, Mm -hmm. who we all know the guy from the insurance commercials. Yes. He's killed by Roland. I mean, he's killed by the Man of Black because he uses his... No, his name's Walter. Yeah, Walter. He's killed by Walter, who says, Stop breathing. And he's like <laughs> Uh I love reading about that power in the books, don't you? Oh yeah. I mean it's So amazing. I, he, Randall Flagg's so powerful,
0: I've uh you know, never never known
1: him wait. Hmm. Did you like the part where uh Jackie Earl Haley's in the movie, and he's like, hey, Walter Paddock, hey, what are you doing? And you're just like, what? He has an alias? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. we
0: every. I was just waiting for, you know... Like, in each movie, are they going to use a different... Are they going to use a different alias? Like, Walter Paddock,
1: Martin Broadcloak, uh, Richard hey, Fannin. I just want to use this... Uh, okay. Jake dreams about roland's dad getting killed and Mm -hmm. the the man in black or walter he's like sorry roland or something like that and roland shoots at him he catches the bullet and he says like you always were impervious to my magics what'd you think about that line of dialogue bill um i it was just (laughs) so flat and
0: irritating and every time they said magics I just wanted to scream. Magic's and shine. I wanted to scream.
1: Oh my god, they do say shine so many times. Yeah, it's it's like you don't have,
0: you know, we after you said it the first time, we really don't need to be Shine. told of it again I Jake,
1: mean, you're using your shine stop using your shine stop using your shine he's tracking you oh yeah i'm not supposed to use my shine am i no you're not don't use your shine and the audience is like yeah we get it <laughs> <laughs> hey it's just like that kid from the shining oh man is this in the same universe mm. is, is this a shared world of stephen king bill I mean, obviously it is. They they pulled elements
0: from, you know, The Shining and Doctor Sleep into this film.
1: What I didn't know about Danny Torrance is that apparently there's like a hundred other kids that have the same power as him. Yeah. There's nothing special about them. <laughs> there you go. It's like heroes. <laughs> uh. Here's one Easter egg I wanted, but I didn't spot it. Okay. When there's a one point where Jake dreams of the of the house on Dutch Hill, the house that's described in the Wastelands, am I right? Correct. Okay. He goes online, he's like, Hey, is anybody hurt? I'm sorry, he's just got an Anakin voice in my head. I was like, <laughs> oh, he hey, totally does. Hey, has anyone heard of this house? Does anyone know where this is? And someone answers him, Yeah, that's up in my neck of the woods. That's Dutch Hill. I wanted to see the name of the person who answered him. Was it Eddie Dean? That would have been amazing. Did you see the name? Because I didn't. No, I didn't see the name. I'm going to have to go see the name movie again to see. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a cool Easter
0: egg, wouldn't it? That would have been an amazing Easter egg.
1: But, you know hey it was hard to find that's a real easter egg if they if i'd go back there and watch that and there was no one's name it's just generic i'll be like oh my god they really blew that opportunity <laughs> and what friggin' message boards is jake on by the way i don't know uh some antiquated shit i'd kn- that that updates automatically i love jake's drawings he's a very talented artist he's he's amazing He's, got, he's quite the illustrator. <laughs> Apparently after he
0: draws each one, he has a conversation with his mother about it. Mm-hmm. And then he hangs it on the wall.
1: Yeah. And he had a best friend too. They added that character into the movie. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I'm a Sony executive, Bill. Uh tell me about Jake Chambers. Uh he's a he's an odd kid. Wait, 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 uh, does he have a best friend? Yeah, of course he's got a best friend. I want there to be a best friend added to the movie.
0: Okay, you got a best friend. The best friend thinks he's
1: crazy, and it gets he gets a big a st- laugh. Does he have a stepdad? Uh, yeah, he's evil. Yeah, I want an evil stepdad in there. Someone who doesn't love Jake. How's that? <laughs> I think it's perfect. I mean, this kid's got instant backstory.
0: This shit is gold! This shit writes itself! He's in, his, his His dad,
1: who he loved very much, is dead. Oh, he's dead, dead dad. Well, that'll give him baggage. That's... Yeah, he loves his dead dad. Oh, you know what? Roland has a dead dad, too. Maybe they can relate with that. Shit, he's... that's perfect. You know what I think is funny? The low-budget flashback to Roland in the battle of uh, whatever it was, Jericho something. What was that? Uh, what was that battle? Was that... Um... there was literally like five dead guys on the ground. Yeah. It was a low budget battleground. Did they
0: even? I mean, it was the last. It was the. It was. He said it was their last stand. And quite
1: frankly, in this in this universe, who knows
0: if it was the Battle of Jericho?
1: Yeah, the Battle of Jericho. It looked like they just took some fire extinguishers and went. Yeah. Okay, in action. This is a battlefield. And what is that? The scene with Roland and his dad. I'm sorry, I can't get past this. Dennis Haysbert, you know the guy from the insurance commercials again, from Major League. Yes, they Pedro Serrano. They hear the Man in Black like <laughs> he, he's what is he? The guy from uh, see Michael Rooker from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, he <laughs> is. He, he's got yes. that floating arrow. <laughs> okay, so they're like aiming around like. I remember remember the face of my father. I killed my heart. They're doing that. It's like, guys, just shut up for a second and wait till he shows up and yeah, until He shows up. It's okay. And his dad didn't put up much of a fight. Did he, do they ever get into how his dad dies? I just know that he's dead in the books.
0: Um, Specifically
1: how his dad died.
0: God, I can't remember. It's been so long. I know. I mean, I remember like, uh, Walter or Martin Broadcloak's uh, manipulation of his mother. Yeah. Uh,
1: But God, I can't remember exactly how his father died. Yeah, he talks about his father dying, but I don't remember if they ever specifically showed it, at least in the first five books, you know. Mm -hmm. But the death of Roland's mother is much more important because it's something he can never forgive himself for. And so it weighs heavily on him. So it's good stuff, you know. But in this movie, they have no interest in that. They just Roland wants revenge f- for the death of his father, and he does. He's not. You're not a gunslinger anymore. You just are hell bent on revenge. It's like, uh, don't talk to Roland like that. <laughs> yeah, really. It, even, even like even the uh, the people in uh,
0: whatever town they Gen- were in generic village, <laughs> generic village town. Uh, and then they're like, you know, we have to honor a gunslinger. And then the other guy's like, hey, you're no, you're, you're not a gunslinger.
1: Gunslinger. Those don't exist anymore. Okay. At this point in the theater, I'm just like, okay, I'm just, just chilling. I'm just watching. Yeah. In the movie. How many times did you roll your eyes? <laughs> oh my God. I
0: lost count. I had my hand across my face.
1: I want, give me some of those moments from the beginning of the movie. When were you like, Oh no. At what points were you like that?
0: From, I mean, from the very beginning, like just from the, the a single child can bring down the tower. Then, um, okay. What else was there that was awful? Uh, oh, the my... line, the
1: magic's line. Oh, uh, I just thought of one. I just thought of one.
0: Oh, uh, Fran crans
1: yeah, a Topher from Dollhouse is in the movie. <laughs> Topher from Dollhouse. Let me ask you this, Bill. The men in black fled across the desert, and the gunslinger followed. Who was the woman's voice who said that? Uh, the, the seer from the village. That they hadn't met yet? Yes. He just dreamt her saying that? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Because
0: everything in this movie made total sense. That totally felt to me like, oh shit, we forgot to put that in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh god damn it! We're like 15 minutes in already.
1: Why? Let's cut the, the black has... and have the woman say it. Why couldn't the movie have opened with that line? Yeah. You because would've... you know what? Please, it so wasn't many about. People. <laughs> uh,
0: it wasn't about the gunslinger.
1: No, it wasn't. It's about Jake. And you I know mean, what's it's... so funny? I've seen a lot of people compare this movie to Last Action Hero. Wow. Think about that. Jake, yeah. he dreams about this guy. It's kind of like the kid from Last Action Hero and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And the bad guy that Arnold Schwarzenegger wants revenge on. Yeah. I think he does. I don't remember. But yeah. It yeah. Is, it's about the kid. For some reason, they thought the way into this movie was to make it based on Jake. And so funny, like our minds, our imaginations run wild when we read Stephen King's description of Midworld, just all these crazy things. But this movie had no budget to show us those things. No,
0: Midworld, like it's almost this like this, this. Dystopian wonderland where it's like one second you could be in, you know, a winterscape and the next second you're because the world is so thrown out of whack. Yeah. In like that constant flux where it doesn't know what it is or how it is or how it should be.
1: But instead, they made it where the scream beams are shooting at the tower and there's earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, there are beam quakes, but
0: beam quakes normally happen whenever a beam falls. Right. Like in, and there's twelve beams.
1: Yeah. So I mean, Roland just, is following the path of the beam, but there was no mention of that at all. No, no path of the beam. And, no you know, path of the
0: beam. He I just was like hear... when Jake was. They were sitting at the campfire and Jake was drawing the dark tower and the beams and the circle. And then there was some explanation about how the be there's like the the dark tower creates some sort of protective shield and keeps the bad things out.
1: Yeah, it keeps the dark out. The darkness. Yeah. What darkness? We don't talk about that. We don't talk about the darkness. <laughs> Okay, let me ask you... Don't talk about the color of my skin. So, if we're just judging the movie based on the plot, there are some much-to-be-desired action moments. Yes. For instance, when uh, Jake encounters this creature...
0: And I don't even know what the hell that was.
1: It was his dad calling out to him?
0: Yeah, but I don't even know what the hell that was. Yeah, neither do I. I assume... Yeah, that- That, like, be that, yeah. I was like, what is this
1: thing? It's like, hey, uh, how about Jake's dad calls to him and it's he gets in danger? Oh, okay, because we can't have that part in the book where Roland saves him from a succubus. (laughs) No, no, exactly. (laughs) This is PG 13, so we'll have that instead. And then there's some kind of scorpion alien thing, mm hmm. So, hey, in Drawing of the Three, Roland gets an infection from his Lobstrosity bite. But let's put that in this movie, but make it some generic-looking creature, CGI creature that looks like shit. Yeah. And so it infects Roland. And they even have... I remember in Drawing of the Three, Roland drinks a Pepsi, and he eats the meat things, he calls them. And it's hot dogs and Pepsi. Yeah. And they had him drink a Coke... And they just called it sugar. And then later yeah. there's a hot dog gag. And, you know, yeah. that's cute or whatever. The part where he gets, uh he goes to the hospital and immediately gets better. Sure. Okay.
0: There's, you know, and there's even a little thing in the book about how he likes the aspirin.
1: Yes. He's like, I haven't felt this good in years. But, okay. Here, there's just little goofy editing scenes where they edited it down it's so quick when they're at that village asking people for help hey do you guys have a portal here well yeah we do we never turn it on though well let's turn it on oh that'll attract bad people the taheen bill yes who who,
0: who i don't think technically showed up until like the last book in
1: this they look like rat people so generic looking don't they yeah Mm-hmm. they attack the village and they smash the machine and he's like can you fix it and he goes we got spare parts and he goes fix it and it's so funny like they you know Jake gets taken and I'm sorry movie but you showed us this scene in the movie trailer it's not that exciting when Roland stops and listens and the guys taking Jake away and you hear blood drip and you hear a thing knock on the thing and you hear horses neigh or whatever and then he shoots through uh, clothes on a line. We've seen it in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, can we just skip fast forward? Because the scene is even longer in the movie. But what's funny, you know, what 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 cracks me up about the whole
0: Tahine thing is that, you know, throughout the entire series of the book, like even into like, uh, um, I mean, they, they they they're they're alluded to, um, but they don't they don't. Show up until the the final book, but they're they're like a race of like with different animal heads and and like claws and tails and they're they're supposed to be
1: um they're not just guys in generic suits no there's multiple you know
0: they can be any any type of animal rabbit dog.
1: Yeah, and you kind of see like a Wolfman type of guy for briefly. Or,
0: yeah, I mean, and it just was like it was so. I was just like, wow, that's really evil. Like that's just, that's awful. And like, this why part didn't of they the
1: movie? Yeah,
0: what was driving me crazy was why didn't they just use the can toy? Mm-hmm. you, you know that's it, I just I I was so irritated by it.
1: Just mutant people. Yeah. But he, that scene where they're attacking the village, I'm like, hey, something's happening here. And Rowling gets to shoot his guns, right? Yeah. He gets to shoot guys. That's, that's cool. And um, we know from the books that his pistols are supposed to be so loud. But they don't really have that much presence, do they? No, they don't. They're just They're guns. just kind of pistol-y. Did you think all the cool reloading things were cool? Some of it, yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like the the
0: really quick, like dialing it in, the shift into the the barrel, and then the I don't know how those like did were those bullets in like a clip that like stayed in the air, and then he got. The, I mean, there was stuff there that I was like, "Okay, it's always a, it's again alluded to in the books. We don't know how he actually loads his guns."
1: Yeah, it just describes he he loads he loads them. He loads his guns quickly using his trick that he knows. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe we might get Roland hypnotizing Jake, but yes. you know, that wasn't in there at all. Because Roland no. can hypnotize people by spinning bullets on his fingers. Yeah. But no, there's none of that. And there nope. was no there's no knowledge of him knowing about the occult world. No. I mean he would kind of say like, Oh, that's, you know, something over there, don't worry about it. <laughs> but there's yes. nothing like they didn't spend any time in the mystery of Midworld at all, did they? Like how wondrous it is.
0: No, not at all. And
1: it was all it all just
0: looked like it was just so boring and un uninspired. Just the way they'd like mishmashed it all together.
1: Well, there is that line about he goes the all this stuff is hundreds is hundreds of years old, nobody knows what it is, and he's like, It's an amusement park it's a theme park and he's like nobody knows what it is he goes it's a theme park because there's a yeah. roller coaster there okay yeah and, was, and
0: uh carousel
1: and it's everything just felt like an afterthought like there wasn't that much in the way of the you know how when you see they're making a movie and they're like show all this artwork of this is the world of mid oh there's no
0: art book for this film <laughs> There can't possibly be. There's no art book.
1: If there is, it's not that many pages. No. (laughs) There's five-page art book, but nothing, like, you don't see the production design in this movie, Bill. It's fantastic. You don't think that at all, do you? No. I mean, it's funny, you asked me how was the music, and I was
0: like, and I, and I, like, just said what music? Yeah, there's a score in this
1: movie. Yeah, there was. A, I had no idea. There's this big like at the end scene when Roland has the big shootout. The music yeah. kind of swelled, but Swell. you can't hear it. No, because the, everything is so loud going on. Yeah, and it's so funny. Junkie XL did the music score, but he used his real name, Tom Holkenborg. Oh. So he used Tom Hulkenborg for the movie. And I was like, that's Junkie XL. You can't hide from me. You can't hide from me. Let me ask you this. What parts of the movie were you like, oh, that was cool? Or, Um, none of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, There's... honestly, there
0: wasn't a single, I, there was more moments of me groaning than there
1: was me going, oh, that was cool. There, were, you know, parts of the movie I was just watching Idris Elba. Like, you know, what he's he's doing okay. They're not having him speak the high speech or anything like that. Or no, they're not really getting into that. I noticed some woman says thank you, sigh. Yeah. kind of thing.
0: Long days and pleasant
1: nights. Yeah, and they don't get into much of that. But there's little nods to it, you know. Yeah, and I just kept thinking, why did they bother with this? Yeah, exactly. If they they, would- they obviously
0: you know abandoned everything else so why would they i think the thing that that irritated me most was whenever they would do they 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 were so focused on not concentrating on the original story that to throw moments of that world into it pissed me off yeah And that's strictly as, like, a nerd fanboy thing, because most people wouldn't even get it. You know, 80% of the people that were in that theater, that shit went right over their head.
1: Use an example of what you mean. Uh,
0: Whenever, like, they, uh, uh, whenever somebody said, thank you, Sai, or, you know, he walks up to the village and they say, you know, he says, long days and pleasant nights, and and Roland replies with, um, uh, crap, I can't even remember it. But, it, uh, yeah, I mean, just these. More. yeah, it just, it was like, it, it, why, why, why have the, that pretense that, you know, it's not respectful, Did it's just the, pandering.
1: Like we've talked about, there's a lot of pandering with the references to other Stephen King works. It doesn't seem like something that feels earned. It just feels like, Hey, look at this. Yeah. And that's what's so great
0: about Stephen King's books is that every reference to the Dark Tower
1: is earned. Yeah, and it feels special when you find one. When you're reading, you're like, oh, I know what that is. I know what he's referencing. It's cool. Yeah. But in this, it just feels like... That's how you do an Easter egg. And it's so funny because back when we were reading these books, that stuff was so exciting. I wonder if this movie came out right then, how we would have treated it I'm sure we would have been disappointed by a lot of it but yeah because it's a mediocre film <laughs> yeah very much so I mean
0: it's it's an it's a it's a wholly mediocre film uh, with some of the worst photography and just shoddy direction it feels and just like a,
1: it's been edited to hell
0: oh my god there was this thing has been picked apart it is so lean it is, yeah. It's like it was left out for hyenas to, <laughs> to pick every uh, ounce of meat off of its bones.
1: And I swear Jake looks like a year older in that final scene where they're eating hot dogs. Yeah, it was the reshoot, totally. And it was like, he's, like, taller, and he's, like, older.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they, they did that in a reshoot because somebody said, No, no, we got to... We got to end this with you know it's got to he's got to have the hot
1: dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. They Roland and Jake go back to New York because yes. they need to find uh, Walter's he, portal to get to the place where all the kids are. Did you notice they don't rescue any of the children? No. Why would they do that? <laughs> they don't rescue
0: any so of why the would, children. Why would why would they rescue any of the children? <laughs>
1: They don't rescue them. I thought it was so funny when they're like, well, that's over. And the portal shuts and they just walk away. And I'm like, what about all the kids who've been kidnapped? They- no, everyone's dead. <laughs> they blew it up and all the kids they, got blew killed it, the- they blew it up. Oh my God. But Roland and Jake are fine. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. There's a scene where, for, okay, oh my God. Okay, <laughs> first of all. Uh, let's get back to Roland. Is very sick. He's got an infection because of the lobstr. I mean, uh, the generic CGI creature. Uh, they go to the hospital. There's a funny scene where he gives her like a silver piece and thanks her for her help. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. Mildly. Yeah, that amusing. was a good scene. Uh, then they they go. You know, Roland's a fish out of water in New York, Bill. And they you know they ride on the bus and he tells these slutty girls that they've forgotten. Forgotten the face the of their father. And Jake says, just try not to talk to anybody. Stuff like that. It's kind of mildly amusing. You're just like, at this point, Bill, I'm reaching for anything. Okay. Oh God. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I kind of like that. And then they go to get the guns, but then, Hey, you're paying for Matthew McConaughey. You need to put him in every scene you can. Right. So he appears as a hologram or an apparition. And, It's so they can separate Roland from Jake, and the bad guys are trying to get Jake, and they get him in a Sombra van. But it's okay, because Roland knows where they're going. They're going to the Dixie Pig. Mm -hmm. What book is the Dixie Pig mentioned in, Bill?
0: Uh, Is it The Drawing of the Three?
1: Is it? Or is it The Wastelands? I can't remember. But there, it's a lot of those... uh, low men I guess I don't know what they are but they're wearing human skin right
0: yeah I mean it's um I'm just trying to find which which book it is it's in because it's gonna drive me crazy they were no so it's much later it's much much later on
1: is it mentioned like in uh, the final book Uh, yeah I think it's um yeah yeah I think it is It's so funny. I remember that uh, when Jake goes to the house on Dutch Hill, which is a scene from The Wastelands, and he shows up there. I was thinking about the scene from the book, and it's so much better conceived than the one in this movie where he just, oh, there's a portal right there, Bill, and when you go oh, in the house. There's a portal
0: right there, and for some reason,
1: the house just came alive, and then... Well, I know they're trying to say that Jake used his shine to get rid of the demon, but he shows barely any struggle at all and explodes. Yeah. It's so it's such a poorly executed scene where you're like what the hell just happened literally. Yeah. Why uh, yeah, why even include it? Yeah, uh, and it's so silly when they cut back to Fran Crans and the other girl where they're like, "Hey, we tracked a portal opening over here." And I'm like, "What? You guys can track portals?" Okay. But anyway, um so when Roland goes to the Dixie Pig, Uh, Walter's so happy he has Jake because he's the ultimate he's got the ultimate shine Bill I don't know if you know that yeah, the ultimate shine. He even holds a bracelet up to him and it goes do do It shows he's got, Yep. I mean, he, that's it's off the charts. He's got a high metachlorine counts count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Roland shows up. First of all, they show a bunch of dead guys on the ground like and it's like, "Oh, Roland's a badass. He killed all those guys." Also, we don't have to watch him do it and it's probably cheaper for the budget. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just, and plus he used the knife. Just, <laughs> Yeah, he used a knife. It's so funny. They show a guy standing at the top of a building and a knife just goes into his back. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, OK, what is happening in the scene? Everyone yeah. PG-13 step. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. There's a scene where uh, th- Roland and Jake go to see his mom like, mom, sir, I ran away. Oh, my God, you're dead. <laughs> she's like a burnt, burnt, like just a she's silhouette. a charred spot on the wood floor. Yeah. And because we all know from the books that Walter can ignite his hand and set people on fire. Yeah. That's- I'm really glad they included that. <laughs> he also has the power to rewind time. Yes. And watch stuff. And uh, did it's you- kind of
0: amazing that uh, he's developed all these skills of, yes. you know. It's not, it's like, you know, why, why would you just have a character that, you know, was chaotic evil that, you know, really his biggest power was to just stir the shit and make people turn against one another did, or. Yeah. Did you like uh, the line would, where he goes. that be considered, you know, interesting? Let's give him actual freaking powers.
1: There's a line where he says, it looks like I have a stalker. When he sees all the pictures Jake drew of him. Yeah. Were you like, oh man, I am eating up this Matthew McConaughey. Oh, he's so good. (laughs) I I mean, I would, I I couldn't take my eyes off his waxed chest his weird hair. Like I was like, is he wearing a wig or yeah. it's just dyed black? Or I think some scenes he's wearing a wig belt. Like he oh, filmed he definitely it. is. He dyed his hair probably for the movie and they filmed it and they're like, we need pickups. And he's like, guys, I'm not dying my hair again. I'm doing another movie. And they're like, yeah. we'll put you in a wig. Nobody will notice. I'm, I'm doing Sahara too. <laughs> Sahara too. <laughs> okay. So, there's a, a nice scene between Roland and Jake where he's like, I'm sorry about your mom. Don't worry. I'm going to kill the man in black for both of us. And he's like, you know what? They were right. You're not a gunslinger anymore. You're a jerk. And he's like, oh, Jake, come on. Let me teach you how to shoot. I like to say these lines as I shoot cans. And they have this moment where Jake can't hit shit, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, your power is your shine, and my power is my guns. And I go, oh, right out of the book. Love that line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was so great. Your power is your shine. You're I think, addition. honestly,
0: if this thing goes forward, <laughs> it's, they're going to have a grown Danny Torrance, and he's going to replace Eddie Dean.
1: Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And instead of Susanna, or I mean, instead of, uh, yeah, they get Bill Carrie White. Mm,
0: I was going to say Walter Brannigan.
1: Oh, yeah. From, uh, Hearts in Atlantis. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow men in yellow coats. Shouldn't they yep, have had but- an Anthony Hopkins, uh, Cameo, <laughs> uh,
0: she's just taken a scene from the the most recent Transformers movie and yeah, just put just, it in. It. Nobody, nobody would have noticed, noticed.
1: Yeah, No, nobody would notice. I did like the scene where Roland is shooting up everybody, and because I'm like, finally, he's finally, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's but he throws the propane tank, I thought that was pretty cool. And he's got to get to Jake, who's strapped into the giant... Because he knows what propane
0: tanks are. Yeah. By the way, they have those in Midworld.
1: I think it's so funny that they've been strapping all of these kids to this Breaker death rate, or, or I'm going to call it Starkiller base. Yeah, Star killer base. And shooting it at the tower, and he's like, hey he automatically knows Jake is the one who can do it by himself. Yeah. But wouldn't strapping some other kids to that thing, maybe make it go faster, possibly make it
0: be a little more powerful. No, Jake's Jake's more than enough,
1: but Jake, he's so powerful. He can keep the portal open to where he is and where Roland is while the beam is going. So, uh, Walter, the man in black or Randall flag bill. Hmm. He decides I'm going to hold off Roland while he's doing, you know, Jake's doing his business destroying the tower, which, by the way, is affecting our Earth because you see some styrofoam rocks and stuff falling outside.
0: Yeah, I mean that looked so dangerous.
1: Oh, I can't forget about the the scene that I thought was hilarious and horrible effects. It's when Jackie Earl Haley, who's very menacing, Bill. Oh, very. Especially standing right next to Idris Elba. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just shocking. (laughs) He jumps and knocks him out the window into the street, and he gets hit by a bus, I think, and the CGI of Jackie or Haley flipping in the air, I was like, oh, come on, guys. Or even, even, yeah, it was just... It was so bad that it pulled me right out. I was like, wow, this
0: is really cheap.
1: When Roland is jumping through the air shooting, guys, I was like, oh, he can fly now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. So I want to talk about the standoff between Roland and Walter. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. I love when he makes the rocks float up and block all of Roland's bullets. Yeah. And I. It was so funny And fun. then the glass? <laughs> yeah, we've seen that part in the trailer. He throws a pipe at Roland and he shoots glass above him. It comes down, he floats it, and then he shoots it towards Roland. It sticks in his hand or whatever. And, uh. <laughs> he also. The part where Roland is shooting at him and he's catching each bullet, like one, two, three, and then he starts throwing them back at Roland and Roland holds up his pistols, blocking the bullets with his own pistols. Yes. Did somebody somewhere go, oh man, that would be badass! Um, yeah. I wonder if he does that in the god awful comic books. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, I, I love it. he goes, did you know his pistols are forged from the Sword of Eld? In oh, yeah. Keystone Earth! You ref- you call it Excalibur. Excalibur? I was like, "Hey, great line reading there!" Yeah, it We're, was. Re- he was
0: really committed to that shit. Great exposition.
1: <laughs> you know what it made you think I mean,
0: Bill? Am I lecherous enough? It made me think be of this,
1: Bill. More lecherous. Ray Shields. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ray Shields. In
0: fact, that's one of his other names. I wish they had gotten Hayden
1: Christensen to play the man in black. Oh my god, no.
0: He was too busy shooting the direct-to-video movie in Granville, Ohio with Bruce Willis.
1: Yes. Oh, I can't wait to see that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so the stand-up between... Okay, is... I assume, I haven't finished the series, but is there a big standoff between the Man in Black and Roland? Did it happen just like in this movie, Bill? God, no. Did he kill the Man in Black? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. There, there's a part where I guess he shoots his own bullet where he can't catch it and it pierces him. And now he's like hit, you know, the man in black's hit Walter and he doesn't know what to do. So Roland just starts loading, you know, unloading on him and then he shoots him in the head and he's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then uh, Jake's like, I'm free. You know, he shoots his little arm band thing and he jumps off and runs to Roland. Roland keeps shooting the chair and the whole thing blows The whole building blows up. You know, Fran Kranz, Topher from Dollhouse is dead, Bill. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to tell you. Just gone. He's gone. All of the kids that had been taken from their homes, from their parents, I assume they're dead too because Roland didn't bother to check on them. Am I right? Yeah. And the portal goes down and they go and get a hot dog. Yeah. Everything's okay now. And Roland says to Jake, I can't stay here. You should come with me. You've got nothing here. By the way, thanks a lot, Roland. <laughs> yeah, why don't you come with me? Yeah, you could help me. And your mom, your mom's just a char on the floor. You've got the shine. You've got the touch. You've got the touch. Oh man, wouldn't it have been great? Instead of the shine, they said they called it the touch. You've got the touch. <laughs> but there's the line about. Uh, Here, let's have hot dogs. And he's like, Hot dogs, you people are savages. (laughs) Yeah. And he goes, What What breed breed is this? What breed is this? He's like, It's not a breed. It's food. What are you talking about? Whatever. So that was mildly amusing. And then they go back into, apparently, I swear a portal opened and they came out of it, but there was no set doorway in that restaurant they came from. But they go back into the restaurant. We never saw it. But what, did you notice when they shut the door, there's a spray-painted rose on the wall? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie, Bill. That's pretty much it, yeah. I mean, it's just... It's the, all over the place. It's 90 minutes long, plus credits, it's 95 minutes. Yeah. I don't... Did you stick around till the end credits? I did. Because you can hear Matthew McConaughey go... Whistle, whistle. Yeah, the whistle. And I was just like, oh, it's, uh, you know, that's great. No,
0: that's not, that's, I mean, at least in the, again, I can't, mm, <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not going to talk about like the actual demise of Walter O'Dim, Walter Paddock or whatever the hell they call What's him. What's more in interesting?
1: One. What happens in the book or in the movie? Oh my God, the book. <laughs> You know, because you know the what, book actually, it, what's
0: great about the book is that King would always, you know, you you're just like, what the hell, you know, this is such a weird, like, it, you know, and it ties itself to the first book, and it, t- you know, and it and it ties itself to Arthurian legend, and, it, mm-hmm. and there's just all kinds of cool shit that goes down, and it's just just so bland and, and sterile in this movie.
1: Yeah, it's just like, hey, let's give Roland a shootout where he jumps everywhere and uh, they even have the part where everybody's shooting at him. They've got machine guns and he goes into his happy place for a second where he can hear them all shooting, I guess. I don't know how that helps him because gunfire is pretty deafening. But he jumps around the pillar and he just starts unloading and killing all of them, which is cool. You want to see him kill people, right? Mm -hmm. They are literally generic bad guys for Roland to just shoot. You know? yes. Nothing more than that. He's a gunslinger. Give him something to shoot at. Otherwise, what's the point? But Roland in the books is so much more interesting than just firing a gun and reloading it in cool ways, you know? Mm-hmm. But they gave him no depth at all. All we know is that his dad died and he's really mad. There was a, I mean, Interselba tried to give him like a world weariness and stuff, but they yeah. they gave the poor guy nothing to work with. Yeah,
0: nothing at all. And you know what? I would have liked to have seen what it was before it was cut into a million pieces.
1: Me too. Yeah. I, their whole point of Roland is he has to make a choice between Jake and the tower. And there was none of that in the movie. No. (laughs) At no point does he have to decide between Jake and anything. No. He's like, Hey, uh,
0: you're, you're hanging around with me now. Let's go kid. Yeah. Hey kid, try to keep up.
1: You got the shine. But that's what I wondered, that whole point, the first novel, or even the whole story of the gunslinger and how much Jake means to him, there was none of that in the movie. No. This kid, yeah, there was
0: zero of that. And they, they had moments. And do you remember how, like, how devastating that was, that choice? Yeah. It, I mean, that. I mean, it is to the point where, like, even my sister was is started reading the books, and she was like, "Is Jake is Jake dead?" Yeah, and, and remember, you know, Jake, all I did was answer her. Go then, there are other worlds than these. And she goes, "Okay, good. I
1: thought so." Go then, there are other worlds than these. Is not said in this movie. No, and it's it's like the tagline of the first book. Yeah, and I want to know this. They've stopped the breakers, they've stopped the man in black. If they're like, "Oh man, this movie made 500 million dollars bill, they're going to make another one. Where do they go from here?" <laughs> uh honestly,
0: I uh, mind some other Stephen King books for moments. Mhm. I mean, I was just, maybe they're just going to do uh Lizzie's story where uh uh uh, someone dies and a room gets emptied. I don't know. I-
1: you know what? And I I don't have anything against Matthew McConaughey. I have a feeling he was like, I've got to save this movie. I got to do, I got to just be over the top and just do my thing and try to put some life into this shit. And I think he tried. He really did. Try. Oh, yeah.
0: No, there's the genuine, there are moments of him where he's good. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, yeah, that's how kind of I imagined, you know, the walking dude. Did you like the part where he tells the little girl
1: hate? And she's just like, "Eh." I mean, the little girl can't act, but you understand what he's doing there. He just sees somebody happy and he decides to ruin their life. Yeah, I mean, he's pure evil. He's he's pure chaos, and he has the power of suggestion. He could tell people things. I mean, they kind of like how about he makes people stop breathing by telling them? Okay, we'll put that in there. Yeah, why not? Sure. How about he catches people on fire? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, What if he can sizzle people's faces? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) What if he can? Let's just give him all
0: the like the the typical sorcerer powers
1: and there's a part where roland goes he's a sorcerer and i was just like he does not look like a sorcerer (laughs) he looks he looks like freaking chris angel warmed over i i've some reviews i saw were pretty funny describing him and someone said that he looks like a half-rate vegas magician (laughs) yeah (laughs) like doves should fly out of his sleeves or something you know yeah
0: i mean i think it would have been more effective if they dressed him up like doug henning
1: that would have been awesome
0: rainbow print long hair mustache
1: magic roland you were always were immune to my magics magic magics couldn't he have just said magic it would have been less annoying yeah roland you always were immune to my magic okay no it's a plural he (laughs) has multiple magic I, I could levitate rocks rolling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to force choke your daddy. Stop breathing. Stop breathing. Uh, yeah. And uh, what's funny is, you know, we've talked for an hour. Normally we'll talk about a film for anywhere from like two to three hours, but this thing was just so barren of any so life.
1: short, And, I, and I wasn't, set out I'm going to rip this thing to shreds I'm just yeah. going to watch it and here's my reaction and my reaction was why did they bother making this yeah I mean that's I was trying
0: to be very judicious in what I told you over the past 24 hours like a- <sighs> but I was just like not it was so frustrating it wasn't even a
1: good movie it was no. just It was lifeless. It was soulless. It had dead eyes. I I could see somebody. Somebody knows nothing about the story. They go to see it and they go, oh, that was pretty good or whatever. And on on their way home, they're driving and they're like, oh, man, those effects were really bad. Yeah. Was that made for sci-fi? And then they look at the clock and they go, wait a second. It's only nine. Oh, my God. That movie was so short. I I, paid uh, $15 for that. Oh, my God. There was really nothing to that. Just think of that the end of the uh, a gunslinger movie not the dark tower it's called the gunslinger yeah. and that scene where he lays out the cards and he's telling Roland about the you know the tarot cards yeah he's telling about the prisoner and all that and then he sits on the beach or whatever oh man what an atmospheric and just yeah, just a perfect ending. We've lost Jake, and it's just so moody. And you're sitting there as the credits roll, and you're like, oh, my God, I can't wait for the next movie. Oh. Mm-hmm. When he – it's going to cut to him on the beach, and all of a sudden you hear, did a chum? Did a chak And you know what's coming next, too, don't you? Yeah. Oh, and then – I mean, just the fact that we
0: <sighs> – they should have just done it. I mean, seriously. They should have just freaking done it. Who cares if it was too weird for people?
1: When Peter Jackson pitched The Lord of the Rings to New Line, were they like, yeah, well, you know what? We'll give you enough for the first one. See how it does. Okay, well, I'm going to need $150 million. No, 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 no. no. We're going to we're, we're going to put up half the money, but it's going to be like 30000000 And million. Let's we'll find th-
0: somebody else to give you the other half.
1: Yeah, another $30 million. It's like, wait, you want me to make this with $60 million with all the CGI and shit? That's, I'm going to film in New Zealand, too. It's like, sorry, buddy, but if it does well, we'll give you another movie. The way they treated this series, The Dark Tower, they had no respect for it at all. I know that ron howard probably at one point really wanted i mean i remember him on howard stern talking about it he's was they're pitching it to studios they wanted to get like 250 million to uh, do this as movies and tv series but it was just too much nobody wanted to risk that unfortunately at the time, Netflix wasn't around to give them $250 million because they probably would, because apparently, I don't know if you've seen this, that they're billions <laughs> yeah. in debt from spending so much money, but I guarantee yeah. you they would have said, yeah, $250, let us do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, Take out a new series. line
0: of credit for this shit.
1: Yeah. But, oh my God, why bother if you are going to do this, not even spend money for decent cgi in this day and age i just saw war for the planet of the apes cgi in this day and age is flawless yeah they can do flawless special effects now this was embarrassing cgi in this movie yeah this was like cgi
0: dated from like 10 years ago
1: It calls attention to itself for how shitty it looks. And you don't want that. You want CGI to not call attention to itself. It's embarrassing. I mean, Idris Elba was there trying his best. So is Matthew McConaughey. And you were like, you know, we got these two guys. We don't need to spend money on effects. They carry the movie. It's like, you're leaving them hanging out to dry. And it's so funny. I read this, uh, Stephen King shares what he thinks of the Dark Tower movie, and I read this, and he he says, first of all, while the idea for a Dark Tower movie has been floating around Hollywood for decades, King told us that he wasn't desperate to get it made. That's not really his style. I never really thought about it that much, he said. There were times when people would express interest in it, and then it would go away again. And then interest seemed to come back around the time that Peter Jackson had success with The Lord of the Rings. And I thought, maybe, but it never seemed like a movie, movie idea to me. It was too complex and long. However, this new adaptation has his seal of approval, even if it might not excite what he calls hardcore fans of his work. They've done a wonderful job here telling a story that's coherent and that pulls a lot of the element of the novel into the dark tower. Purists may not like it. I can't tell. I can't tell about that for sure because it doesn't start where the book starts, but at the same time they'll fall right into it because they know what's going on. You have to keep in mind that all of the books that I've written, the fans of the dark tower books are the most zealous. They're the most fervent fans of all. But they make a small subgroup of people who read my books, like The Shining and Misery, that sort of thing. The books are an acquired taste. They're fantasy. So is he saying there that there's not enough of them, that it really matters? (laughs) That's what it
0: sounds like.
1: But that's kind uh... of a... That's, like, ridiculously offensive.
0: Like, who does he think is actually reading them? Like, 65-year-old women who just, like, sit around and read It and... Misery and Cujo and The Shining, like it's uh, Salem's Lot. I don't, you know, it's these are all connected. It's it's his universe. It just sounds like he's downplaying. He's like being self-deprecating. It's 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 unbecoming.
1: Yeah, and he even said he wants the sequel bill to be rated R, although he's not against the current PG thirteen rating. I'm totally signed off on that. I think it's the right thing to do. I want as many people to attend as possible for all kinds of reasons. And then he says, the only thing he did actively push to include in the movie was the iconic line that opens the very first book of the series. The man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. Well, guess what, Steven? It's not in there. (laughs) (laughs) I was after them from the beginning to get that line in there. Not for me, but for the people who have quoted it and stuff. It's strange to me that that line has become so important to people because when I wrote it, it's just a line. It was a way into the story. Yeah, so why not throw it in, you
0: know, 15 minutes in during a black screen?
1: And have a character we haven't met yet say it. Yeah. Oh, Bill. Yeah,
0: this thing was just just a disaster. It's a terrible, terrible movie terrible adaptation made zero sense just i just i have nothing nice to say about it
1: and then they say now bill that there's going to be a tv series why at this point would they make this um well apparently the tv series is going to actually be based on the books yes it's going to be uh, Glenn Mazzara has been named the showrunner by somebody. I don't even know who's making this or where it's going to air at. Mm-hmm. But he said all the flashbacks in The Gunslinger, The Young Roland, uh, Wizard in Glass, all of that, they're going to do in the series. Which sounds mm-hmm. really cool. And he it sounds like he has the best of intentions, just like Ron Howard did. But then... Who is producing it? Who is giving you the money? How much time yeah. are they giving you to make this? Because I guarantee How much you, control are they keeping? Nikolai Arcel, I read he's a fan of the books. I guarantee you he's probably set out to make the best damn movie he could, but he didn't get the money he needed and he didn't get the support he needed. No. And apparently the movie was testing so poorly that they wanted to fire him at one point one story said, but then they didn't. I don't know what's going on. Currently it's 19% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought it was 18. It, it keeps fluctuating. I see it. goes okay. was 18. Well, I think, I think Rotten Tomatoes
0: is doing that on purpose.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to keep
0: it at 19% as much as possible.
1: Oh, because of 19. And yeah. by the way, Okay, 19. Okay. Oh, there it is again. Oh, there it is again. Oh, it's everywhere. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's at 19 right now. Yep. As fans yeah, it's going to stay there. Bill, were we supposed to be like, oh, 19. 19.
0: It's like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in 42. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Remember how excited we were about this series back in the oh, day? Oh, man. And it the books still exist. Yep. That's what it's really all about. The series is still there.
0: Cause we, I think I think my favorite review on Rotten Tomatoes is from Cam Williams of Barrett News. The best sci-fi western since Cowboys and Aliens.
1: <laughs> Does he really say that? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that's fantastic. That's amazing. The best sci-fi western since Cowboys and Aliens.
0: Three of- out of four stars.
1: That is fantastic. <laughs> and you uh, know what? Hey, I, I will say this about the movie. Just as good as Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think it's actually better. It is. CGI And was that's better. saying something. The CGI was better in Cowboys and Aliens, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Just, it was just so sad. Okay, do you think this kills the series and they won't try to go on? Or, I guess if the movie makes money, they may decide to do another one. Yeah, I mean, I I would have to assume they'll try to you know milk it as much as
0: they can.
1: I tried to see if there was any nods to other characters, like drawings and stuff, but I didn't spot anything. Like if Jake was dreaming about Eddie... Or yeah, like I didn't
0: that. see. I didn't see anything.
1: So they really were like, "No, no, no, no. Let's keep that out of here." At yeah. any point during this movie, was it a gunslinger movie? And they were like, "No, God, this isn't working. Let's just make it after the series. Let's throw the Horn of Eld in his bag." Yeah, I don't know. I would love to. I would. I would
0: love to read. Apparently, there are scripts out there. Hmm. I would love to read, uh, like, the first draft of what the film was supposed to be. I would love to see where the jumping off point was and how it got to this. Yeah. Hell, I would even love to just see the shooting script of this one.
1: Do you think at any point, uh, The Horn of Eld, I mean, Stephen King tweeted about it. Like it was more prominent in the script. Yeah, it was a huge it was a huge piece. Because he tweeted about it like and people are like, Oh my god, did you see this tweet? I remember people like freaking out about it. Yeah. And then it is never mentioned in the movie. It has no presence at all except it's sticking out of a bag. Yeah. And you wouldn't even if you didn't know what the Horn of Eld was or read about it before, you wouldn't even pay attention to it. No there's zero effort to go
0: into actually establishing what is going on in this story. Like it's not, it's not even respectful in that it's like, okay, you know, it could have so easily had like a, like a preamble, you Uh know, setting everything up.
1: Oh, and my God, the dark tower itself, they, they, Barely show it, and when they do, it's just like nothing special at all <laughs> no, it's nothing special at all there's no sense of like awe or mystery or but they try really hard, like with the shots of it
0: piercing the clouds and the sun shining, and like they try so
1: hard to make like ah oh. in the books we see paintings of it. And they're awe-inspiring. You're like, whoa! Yeah. They couldn't even get that because right because it's a massive and otherworldly. But here,
0: it just looked like you know uh, something out of like the the Fortress of Solitude. Oh, is that the that building
1: from uh, you know, from uh, the where's was that Dubai Mission Impossible film? There, yeah. <laughs> that Dubai building. Yeah. Oh, that's the center of the universe. I didn't know that. Oh Did man i all, all i can say is this the movie's a massive disappointment yeah i almost feel like it's some remnant from another universe that somehow got shown here in our universe like mm-hmm. oh they probably they just have scraps of information and they did the best they could <laughs> yeah and i still want to read the uh the novelization. The novelization. <laughs> By yes. Alan Dean Foster. Based Alistair on Stephen Fox. King's can, The Dark Tower. <laughs> he can only make it better. Yeah, he can. I remember way back when, like, Jackie or Haley cast in The Dark Tower, and it's like, ooh, who does he play? Yeah. yeah. He plays a generic bad guy. That's who he <laughs> plays. Perfect. Awesome. Abby Lee, or whatever that girl's name she plays a character in the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, just a generic henchman. Oh, cool. That sounds like a meaty role there. That was amazing. Did you notice all of the other actors in this movie were just like... Ha- so nondescript. Yeah. Completely nondescript. No presence. Well, they yeah. couldn't... They, You know what? There, it, there was no presence to the film. Dennis Haysbert got to work for a day on the movie. (laughs) I think that was probably like two setups, a half a day. And action. And And you can't breathe. breathe. And action. And you're dead and cut. Hey, that's a wrap for Dennis Haysbert, everybody. Everyone's like, ah. You know what the funniest
0: part of that scene was? Was you have Idris Elba, who's just a magnificent actor even in a shit movie. Yep. And then you have Dennis Haysbert who is a really not very good actor. He's and a competent it, television actor. He is a competent television actor. But then you put him up against like this this presence of Idris Elba and it's like the dichotomy It's just so off. Like you're supposed to Idris Elba's supposed to be in awe of his father, respectful.
1: That scene would have been so much better if you showed a younger actor exactly. That's
0: what you needed. But instead take
1: Yeah. It looks like it happened last week because Idris Elba looks the same. So it's like so when your dad die? It would have been funny if you said Fifty years ago, it's like really. Mm-hmm.
0: It looked like it was like Tuesday. Well, there's a comment in one of the books about how like they're uh, like the Man in Black and and uh,
1: Roland uh, age very slowly They're immortal, kind of a thing. It's, you know, it's so because they're stuck in a loop, aren't they? Exactly. But when he was when his dad died, I assume Roland was much younger. Yeah, he was a kid. He wasn't like the same age is <laughs> so clumsy oh my god bill uh, so depressed but they did show a uh, making of uh the last jedi before the movie <laughs> oh did they they didn't they didn't hear they showed that uh that reel that you can watch on youtube you
0: know oh, yeah we weren't lucky enough to get that
1: yeah, I was like, "Oh, hey, this, this is a pleasant surprise." And they also showed a trailer for that scary doll movie. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah, Annabelle—the uh, the beginning of shit, sh-
1: crap movies. I was rocking back and forth, going, "Scary doll, scary doll, scary doll. make the scary doll go away."
0: Oh my god. Yeah, I can't even remember half. Uh, the, all I knew, I was sitting there going, oh, my God. How Another
1: one? Another one? I guess they make money or something. Another one? I mean, like, just... that Annabelle movie had a bigger budget than the Dark Tower. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> hey, they make money. I'm curious, how much money is Rotten Tomatoes going to make? Is there any way we can see what it's made already on this Friday, but, or is it too soon? It,
0: it made like $1.8 on Thursday night
1: okay well that's a thursday <clears throat> yeah so we're said, gonna have like, to if we see tomorrow friday 1.6 million we're like ooh, not good but maybe it'll be good well what's funny is that movie detroit the katherine bigelow movie came out this weekend and that's getting really great reviews and stuff but it's oh
0: not- nice i was yeah i wanted i wanted to actually see that I don't know. Uh, it looks like a heavy
1: subject, man.
0: Oh, no. They're saying that it is not a fun movie. Yeah. It's it's like one of the it's like a just a miserable film to sit through.
1: Well, Catherine Bigelow, I don't think she'll ever do a point break type movie again. No. <laughs> She's like, those times are past me. I'm only making serious films now. I make
0: serious films now. Zero
1: Doc 30, Hurt Locker. It's like, oh, come on. I guess they can't ever do a sequel because uh, Patrick Swayze is no longer with us. That's true. Wow. Bill, thank you so much for talking about The Dark Tower with me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I
1: wish... It was therapy. You know,
0: it's so funny. I was like shot out of a cannon after I saw it, and... Like, I was just ranting. Just, I was so pissed off. And then, as it sets in, you're just, like, numb. I was just no, it was ahead. so
1: funny when you said to me, you know what, the Horn of Elds never mentioned the movie. And I went, what? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, no, no, we'll talk about it more after you see it. And I'm like, okay. So I was looking for it. And I did see it there, but nope, never mentioned. No. He, you know what? Kaw is never mentioned.
0: No, caw is never mentioned. A Ka- guy Ket- has a caw.
1: Yeah. He has a pin of Kaa. Did you notice that? No. Roland doesn't. Another guy does. Oh. It's like in the village, you know, they're like, okay, give this guy a caw pin. You know, people will see it and they'll be, you know, all the fans will be really excited about that. <clears throat> so it's like, yeah, so exciting. Yeah, I mean, the only the closest we
0: get to any, any reference of a group is, does the boy know that everyone who walks with you dies by my hand? And it's just like, oh,
1: okay. You know what? I remember one part where I literally did groan was when Jake goes into the house on Dutch Hill. He walks two feet in the front door, and it says, hail the Crimson oh, King yeah. on the wall. And I was just like... That wouldn't be there. Come on. Nope. It's it's supposed to be a kind of place where anybody could walk in there. It's a haunted house, but they wouldn't see a portal or a graffiti on the wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it was graffiti, it would be kind of m- more hidden and it wouldn't look like this professional tagging. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Or it would just be a really shitty version of the eye.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't spell it all out. All hail the Crimson King. It's like, who's that? It's like, you know what? We don't want to build any actual backstory
0: in this film, but we will put taggings of something that nobody will understand.
1: It's little nods. And it's so funny. I saw on Twitter, there's this thing about uh, this little video of the dark tower and the whe- and the the wheel and the different names of the different portals, you know? And uh, Drew McWinney said, oh yeah, this would have been cool if it was in the movie. movie. And there was another thing. It was like the low men and it was like lost dog looking for Jake. And he was like, oh yeah, this is really cool. If it was in, the, was movie, in the movie, it's not in the movie. I did like the idea that the, they sent these creepy people to get Jake. Yeah. But it was just, ah, just whatever. It was like they had little pieces of ideas, but again, the movie was just, it had, it didn't have a chance.
0: Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was dead on arrival. They treated it like shit with disrespect and. Yep. And even, even, even if it wasn't based on, Beloved material, it was still just such a disaster.
1: And I, you know, I don't, I'm not mad at Nicholas Arcel or Nikolai no. I'm not no. even mad at the screenwriters. I'm mad at Sony for even bothering. Yeah. Because you should have put up way more money and treated it special instead of. Yeah, like- I don't, I, again,
0: I don't know who's to blame here. Is it the media rights capital? The, the, the. The MRC people, or is it, which I have a hard time believing because they would allow films like Baby Driver.
1: I think they went in, Sony did, without believing in it. They okay. wore the kid gloves, they tippy-toed with so little money, they sh- they weren't inspired by the material. And if you're not inspired by the material, don't bother making it. Yeah because you just basically put out a movie that will be forgotten about just like any other mediocre movie it's forgotten about.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah this is going to this is gonna disappear
1: yeah and that's all I can say about it I mean yeah I'll, just disappear I'll probably watch it again one day on like stars or HBO and I'll just go <sighs> and then just change the channel <laughs> you know? yeah and that's it.
0: That's that way, way to go guys.
1: Long days and pleasant nights. You say true. Yeah. I say, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Such a great book with so such dense material, just such great stuff, you know? Yeah. I think, you know, it just, it was just so, uh, it, yeah,
0: it really, I mean, you summed it up. It was just disrespectful. They took a, you know, eight stories, Crammed them into one, cherry picked it, and then was like, "Okay, let's you know just 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 go with it."
1: I think it's so funny that they tagged on a happy ending. There's, yeah, this has a happy ending. They celebrate by eating hot dogs, Bill. Mm-hmm. They kill the man in black. Yeah. In the first movie.
0: In the first movie.
1: Oh, my God. It's so much fun. I was so happy the way it ends. Sorry about your parents, Jake, but hey, come with me. We're going to be buds. With me, man. Come with me if you want to live. Because remember what your weapon is, Jake. It's the shine. <laughs> it's the sh- shine. on. You got the you- shine. Oh, my God. It makes me, th- this is your life. Oh, man. What if the movie ended with that song? Wouldn't that have been great? Shine?
0: That would have been, been friggin' amazing. Oh my
1: god that's genius. It's your time to shine. Mhm. We never knew it but that song's actually a reference to the Dark Devil. It is. <laughs>
0: they were those guys were prophets. Oh my god it's so they awesome. They were prophets of shit. In fact I think that was their original band name. I
1: wish I was there on the shit. set and I go, "You know, Nikolai, I know of a song we could get the rights to for the end credits and it won't cost us much." Really? Yeah, and you won't even have to
0: worry about you know getting the the proper rights
1: because guess what they talk about it's your time to shine in the song. Ooh, tell me more of this song. Me, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it sounds perfect. You're gonna love it. Oh my god, I love it. And then that guitar solo comes on, <laughs> and
0: then then uh, Blaine the Mono comes by. Screen. Just...
1: Oh I just can't even. I, ca- I can't even. At this point, I don't want to see Blaine in the mono because the CGI effects will so Oh my bad. god! <laughs> so I can't be... even
0: imagine what what the wastelands would look like.
1: Mm. There's poorly did you even creatures? picture what what they would do for lud and it was someone jake's like what was that thing oh it's just a creature don't even worry about it yeah it know, wasn't we, we haven't really thought much about it Yeah, <laughs> it i don't know what it was. i tell you the truth i i don't know it wasn't written into the script so i don't know kid
0: that you know it doesn't have a name you're just gonna have to wait until later until they're called something
1: I think, you know, because that sign said Pennywise. It was like a Pennywise-type creature. That's what it was.
0: Well, Pennywise was just like a a general source of evil that would take on different forms, right?
1: It was like glowing lights. Yeah. Or or something. Yeah. Can bullets hurt it? I don't know. (laughs) No, it it just catches them. But Roland's pistols are special. I remember in the books, too... uh, he put some kind of enchantment on Roland's pistols where he couldn't be killed by them. Mhm. But that wasn't in the movie.
0: No, why would that be in the movie?
1: They could have done a flashback, like Jake could It's have more
0: it's more scene. interesting to have him catch the bullets and do I'll... stupid shit. <laughs> do stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Matthew McConaughey here, people. Let's have him do stupid shit.
1: Let's have him levitate rocks and all sorts of cool stuff. All right, Matthew. Matthew, you ready. Are you ready to do some stupid shit? Action. And we have Matthew McConaughey here on our show. Uh, How many of these books have you read? Uh, There were books? (laughs) I read the script. Oh, are you a fan of Stephen King? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen Stand By Me. It's a great movie. Okay. I love uh I love the movie about the large black guy. Uh, oh, that was green, a great movie. The Green Mile? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The the, the Green the, the Green Redemption. Yeah, that was good. I love prison movies. <laughs> I love prison movies. Oh, Bill. Well, Bill, what is there what more is there to say? There's really nothing to say. I mean, it is it is
0: what it is. It's what we got. We knew it was going to be bad. Um,
1: we have the books. If you know anybody who knows you and they're like, hey, I saw the Dark Tower, belt, and you're like, oh, and they go, man, it was so awesome. I loved it. What are you going to say to them? Um, I'm going to be
0: Bella Lugosi in Ed Wood when he's told – that he loved, he was great as Karloff's sidekick. Yeah. That's, that's going to be me. (laughs) (laughs) Karloff? Sidekick? Yeah, I, no. Sidekick? That's, I
1: I can't. You can't just shrug it off? Well, you know what I
0: have? It is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. It's a terrible film. On every you, level. It makes zero sense. I don't know if the script made sense. Uh, I'm guessing it did because some people have read it. Said it was fine. This is, that is what we got.
1: Apparently Stephen King signed off on it. I don't think he really I don't a think shit. he cares. He's just like, yeah, okay. I'll tweet about it when it comes out. But, you know, I did my job. I wrote the books. Yeah. And, and he, said that
0: he said that before. That no matter what the books are always there untouched yeah.
1: unless they, it's they the are.
0: gunslinger. And then it's for the stand. And then it's revised. <laughs> he's got a li- he's got a little George Lucas in him.
1: Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Bill, that was our, the dark tower reaction. Everybody. I hope you listen to this. I wanted to get Steven on the show we'll talk about it later. I'm sure he has lots of thoughts. So, yeah, a, I
0: would love to hear Stephen's thoughts.
1: There'll be a part 2 cuz I swear I looked over at him and at one point he just looked confused like what wait what? He was just like
0: he looked he he was like just,
1: confused. Like he Yeah, he sure. was like he just
0: was going into full meltdown mode.
1: Bill, thank you so much for taking the time to uh give me your reaction. We We'll always have the books and we'll be able to talk about the that universe and let's just forget about the movies. Because years ago, I remember when they said Javier Javier Bardem cast his rolling. I was like, guys, this is never gonna get made. And no. I know. I hope it never gets made. Because when it comes out, it's gonna suck. And I was right. It eventually came out and it sucked. Don't adapt movies that you are unadaptable. Don't adapt books that are unadaptable. Is the story yeah. here? Yeah. Stephen King has great one-off stories that are turned into great movies. I don't believe all Stephen King adaptations suck, as some people on Facebook say. No, I think they don't. Plenty of great uh, adaptations of his books, but this was a massive undertaking, and they failed massively.
0: <laughs> yeah. it it truly was quite possibly one of the the only way this movie could have been worse is if Stephen King actually directed it himself
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you know what Sony Mm. knew the movie sucked too because they didn't let anyone see it until two days before it opened yeah they knew they had a turkey on their hands Bill yep they they knew that they had picked it clean they are like shit what did we do and they kept airing those TV spots and stuff. I saw that massively rated football game the other day. It was sponsored by The Dark Tower. So they're hoping to get a big box office this weekend. And then just like, well, we're done. And yeah, could, oh, God. Yeah, That's they just want to make up at least half of what they spent on it. When I they was want reading, their 30 mil. When I was reading Glenn Mazzara talking about that, the new show... I was like, dude, it's not going to happen. Yeah, this it was so sad. I can just see him like, the Dark Tower TV series, whatever they're going to call it, has been shelved indefinitely or something. I'm just waiting for that to happen. And did you see I put on Facebook, I bet it's going to be on Crackle, because Sony many Oh, crackle. Jesus Christ. Nobody's going to watch a show on Crackle. Nobody watches shows on Crackle. Oh...
0: I mean, hell, I even, I watch, like, the Jerry Seinfeld show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, on YouTube. I don't watch it on Crackle.
1: And he's moved to Netflix now. Oh, has has he? he? Yeah, nobody's going to stay on Crackle. It makes me think of Candy, that knockoff of, uh, um, uh... Oh, the Hershey, uh... Yeah, it's the Nestle Crunch and the Hershey Crackle. yeah. It's a knockoff of a Nestle crunch. <laughs> that's what it makes me think of. I yeah. don't know. What more can But that's say? with a K. But I digress. Yes, but I, I digress. That's disrespecting uh, Nestle's. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. And hey, what are you waiting for? Go out there and see The Dark Tower and uh, prove us wrong that it's yeah, a adults, movie. Yeah, indulge, please.
0: Please tell us why you it's... You know what's so funny I went to the AMC to see it. And there's a bar there called MacGuffins. And I almost spent $8 on a beer before I went in. (laughs) (laughs) I was that close. I was like, God, I need a little bit of a buzz to get me through this.
1: Oh, man, I bet. What are you guys waiting for? Get out there and see some movies and stuff. And we'll see you next time. Bye, Bill. Bye. Casting.